Introducing Blackened Cigars, M81 by Drew Estate. A dark, bold, and unapologetic cigar collaboration. My job is all about taste. So when James mentioned he wanted to create an exclusive cigar, I was stoked. Like Metallica, Drew Estate has some of the most hardcore fans out there. I've known Rob Dietrich for years. And when he approached me to collaborate on this, we couldn't be more excited. I mean Metallica, Black and & Whiskey, and Drew Estate, what could be a better passion project? We all came up with the vision of what a blackened M81 cigar would look and taste like. M81 Metallica formed in 1981, as you can see right here, just so I don't forget. <laughs> and now you won't forget because it's on this. We needed to craft a cigar unlike anything in our portfolio. One that would take cigar fans on the deepest, darkest, heaviest journey into the mystical world of Maduro. Full-bodied with notes of espresso, leather, and dark chocolate. A wrapper, a binder, a filler that is all Maduro, and they are all grown in separate places. You talk about a heavy leaf cigar. This is beyond passion. This shit is straight amplification. Blackened Cigar M81 by Drew Estate is bold, rich, and powerful enough to satisfy the most experienced cigar connoisseur, but also balanced that new cigar lovers can enjoy its tantalizing smoking experience as well. Blackened Cigars M81 by Drew Estate. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Rass and Randy Griggs. And the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. There's our co-host, Randy Griggs. Why why do I point at you over my head every time? Like when, cool. when did that? Why do I? I don't do know. That? It's, when did that it's start? freaking six years later. You have to tell us at this point. If, if I knew why, it, what the origin was, I certainly don't remember at this point. I, I, the, the one thing, like it's funny. Right before I say your name, I'm looking at the screen, and I have to remind myself on the screen you're on the left side, but I have to point to my right in order to point to you correctly. And I do it like it weird is? over my head, like it's some sort of gymnastics move. Right, so, I'm not so, really so. sure where any of this came from. Or why so we're that, talking about? So that means you're that way. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I nailed yeah. it first try. Nice, yeah. nice. That's that. why we did it. See, these are the moments that people tune in for, Randy. They tune in <laughs> for that. Beautiful. It's lovely to see you, my friend. I feel like we have not done a show. It. Oh my. What the ottery continues. <laughs> the ottery continues. I was gonna try to say that, and I figured if I do, it's gonna ruin my intro roll, for the rest roll. of the shows that we ever do because I'll get it wrong. If Ooh, if I is. were actually ever to send people things, yeah, same. Just a, yeah, I got just imagine this would be in the package of things that I would send. Did you guys theory. know that otters made that sound? That is we did the, so cute. the cutest sound. The cutest I'll tell you, one of the great sequels is Finding Dory, in my opinion. And uh, and, and that, that scene at the end where it's just like the cuddle fest on the bridge. It, maybe, it, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm the only one that, get, that, that gets this reference. I've <laughs> only seen it like once. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm, I mean, I like a cuddle fest. 
Jordan, you have small ones. You don't know this scene as well as I do. What's going on here? I, I don't know. I guess they weren't into it. I'll have to revisit I, it. I, I'm just saying, Tiny Dory. <laughs> it, was, it, 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 it wasn't quite like Godfather 2, but like, like it was times. It was a solid sequel. That's all I'm saying. It wasn't <laughs> quite Godfather 2. That's fantastic. Uh, Godfather 2, right up there with uh, Friday the 13th Part 2. Fantastic, fantastic mm. sequel. Uh I always forget. Is Freddy the thirteenth Freddy or Jason? It's Jason. Ah, but you don't actually uh, get Jason until part two. Oh, oh, oh. oh really? Part, yeah, part one. Part one's uh, the one the one his mom what? murders him. God, Spoilers, yeah. Dark, it's, it's sick his mom. Stuff, yeah. Spoiler alert. Such sick stuff. Dude, dude, her teeth were she had like the biggest teeth. Did I I mention <laughs> find Dory? And then I, yeah. I go aside and mention Godfather. You immediately are just like murdering children. Hundred <laughs> percent, yeah, hundred percent. It's well, they're they're not children, tell, Randy. They are they're teenagers that need to be taught a lesson. Jason, really, Jay, how old was Jason when his mother murdered him in Crystal Lake? Uh, mom didn't kill him. We're getting on a weird sidetrack. Uh, <laughs> he he drowned. He drowned in the lake when he was. Oh. I, I don't know. Like was he like twelve? I, I think. I thought the mother drowned him. Randy, you've never seen no. a single horror movie. Why are you even I don't commenting watch? on this? No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fair. That is, <laughs> you know what, Jordan, thank you for bringing some sense to this conversation. Yeah. I appreciate it. Okay, on IMDb, and that's where they And cut. <laughs> and cut. All right. It's the real Everybody, show. Everybody, we'll start over. Boom. No. Oh, well, Jordan, I thought you were going to kick in the intro again. I was going to. Uh, anyway, no, no, it's good. It's all good. It's all good. But yeah, like seriously, we have not done a show in a minute. It's great to see you guys. We are back on the RTD bandwagon. Uh, we've got some interesting stuff here today. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've got a holiday tomorrow. There's a lot going on. Randy looks confused, so I'm going to say, I'm going to throw it back to the guys in the dugout. Uh, how's everything going? Are you guys snowed in there yet? No, 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 but I hear a tell that uh, some cold weather is coming in on uh, either tomorrow or Friday or Saturday. So I think Saturday the high is supposed to be 27. Mm -hmm. So uh, we are, we're getting ready for some we're getting ready for some weather. But right now today it was actually gorgeous. It was like 60 degrees and sunny and we're ready to try some some fun drinks and pour cigars. Some wine in this empty ice cube glass. It's not wine, but that is a cool cube. <laughs> Did you use the uh, silicone? You know, I, let's talk, yeah. let's talk I've got about the that. silicone giant ice cube okay. trays. Those things are amazing. So much right. easier. Just you know, get the ice cube out of there. I yeah, I, I saw I saw the the guy that we had originally started with the um, the old fashioned recipe, which I actually. I'm not supposed to, but I have one right here in front of me. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean to, to be fair, I've I, I got a little. If we're gonna be honest, if we're gonna be honest about it. It's, what's, uh, what's the real pairing tonight, yeah, boys? Yeah. I, I I saw Thirsty Will did this whole video on on how to like properly prepare your ice and like to get the Japanese like like hedging saw and, yeah, and everything yeah, else. Yeah. And man, he got lit up. Like the whole world was just like, "Bro, you're doing too much." <laughs> like, like <it's, laughs> and and he like got defensive. Was the funny part is he's like replying to comments. He's like, "You're fuck you." <laughs> like he got, he, he, got, he got a little sensitive about it. I was like, you know, they make these silicone little frames that like give you that same square without the Japanese 
pruning saw. I'm just saying. Uh, the, saw is, the saw is a nice touch. <laughs> One it's of these days, nice. I'm going to try that. I, it's I try cool that. if you're making videos, but like in real life, as a home, as a home, like like cocktail maker, are you going to go through? Like, yeah, and I, the same I, thing with here, the perfectly clear no. ice cube. Like that sounds fun. You know, no, break it out every so once pretty. in a while. But like sure. for the most part, just a giant ice cube gets the job done. Hey, speaking yeah. of this, guys, I was in. I think it was. It might have been somewhere in Florida. I don't remember. We were. We stopped to get some bourbon or something, and they had packs of like cocktail ice cubes in their ice chest they were like yeah we've six. Been, we were talking about doing that right yeah and then like, they that was them. an idea that we had like bounced around like somebody should do that and they they do do that there's like these they're kind like of expensive. perfectly clear yeah they're like 16 bucks and you get like six <laughs> like big round ice cubes for cocktails but maybe you forgot to you know freeze your cubes and you have a cocktail party right up. Ah, there's like, a place I, for that i just wonder how many people like even notice right. how perfectly clear your ice cube is when you yeah. serve them a drink. Right. I notice when Nobody. I get one. A, well, yeah, but I, I think I think Jordan would notice. I would like all of us would. Eric probably wouldn't, uh, no. but the three of us would notice. And but the, nobody Thank cares. We probably think. notice, but I wouldn't like have a greater value for the cocktail as a result of it. But, That's no, thing. I, I wouldn't is either. But, you, but worth... you'd comment on it. Yeah, like, you'd sure, comment on it. Though. Sure, but but I so but if, I don't view the, the juice as worth the squeeze. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, especially at sixteen dollars uh, for a small bag. I'm Come curious uh, yeah. uh, on our Facebook and YouTube audience. What do you guys do for ice? Let's just get some comments. Oh yeah, on it. I love it because we all we all try to do the. The bigger cubes and stuff, but I don't. We don't go crazy with the clear stuff, Randy or anything like that. But I'm curious to see what uh, at my house. I just do. I just do Joe average ice cubes. I'm gonna be that. honest. Just do a just do a giant cube. It works better in every situation. There's there's no need to even have the regular tray of ice. Like hmm. always well, have the giant cubes. See, see, here's the thing. I've said this many times on the show. I'm a volume guy. And and so it's like okay so so I I've got their little four packs my silicone trays are four packs so I've got the six. squares and I've got the 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 spheres, and I'm telling you you know when I get on a roll that's just not enough ice yeah yeah you, you need like you, you need you need double get, that yeah get more of the, get more of them like I have like four I, when I, I, I get I'm on afraid. a roll I like that like really guys when I when I when I really get when I'm tying one on it's just not enough. <laughs> He's not gonna get it done. Exactly. Oh my goodness! No, okay, I'm sorry. We we totally interrupted your, your opening. I think you have something to it's say about sharing and liking the show, and and uh, don't forget oh, yeah. to mention Thank you. audience pairings. We haven't done the show in a while. Yeah, I'm actually yeah. we're all kind of rusty. We forgot how. Yeah, should we should we go around the room and uh, say our names, where we're from, and you know, Randy Briggs. Our, I'm a Leo. Um, I was uh... <laughs> likes and dislikes. Oh. Uh, yeah, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Go ahead and hit that share button. Uh, if you're watching us live on Facebook, if you're watching live on the YouTubes, uh, like, comment, subscribe, hit the bell, smash all those buttons, all that good stuff. Uh, you're listening on podcasts. Thank you for tuning in. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Uh, leave a comment. That really does help. It helps people find the show, and that keeps uh, us on the air. Randy, we are... Um, so we're going into a, a, like a different realm of RTDs this week. I missed a the last mystical show. and magical realm potentially. Oh my goodness, it's possible. <laughs> it's quite possible. Uh, I missed the last one, which was the uh, the the higher proof. Um, oh, uh, the higher you, proof RTDs. That one was fun. Yeah, 
It was. Yeah, I missed that one. I was, was kind of kind of bummed because that was one I was looking forward to. I missed that one. Uh, but I'm glad to be back uh, for this. So, Randy, you're gonna have to talk us through this because this is this is the kind of thing that, like, if I were to even if I bought these, like, if I so let's start. Let's let's talk about what we are before we get too far into it. Yeah, let me r- remind me again. Uh, I'm Rob. Uh, I'm uh, Virgo. Uh, I, I like. Uh, I, according to Spotify, I like skate punk. Uh, I didn't even know that was a type of music, but that's what I like. Um, so we are drinking some Craftwell cocktails. Randy uh, was good enough good enough to hook us up with some of these, and so we've so tonight I'm I've got two going. I've got the pineapple margarita here. So that's uh, that's this lovely beast right here, and the, no special ice cubes in this one, just regular old uh, out of the freezer, out of the door uh, ice cubes. Dispenser. And I've also like got it. the Spencer. Yeah, I got the peach mojito, mojito. Got that one going. Uh, again, craft well. There's also there is also a uh, blueberry one. Blueberry, Blueberry Cosmo, Cosmo. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna be uh, cracking into that one myself. So I'm starting off. I'm starting tonight with the peach mojito, because all three of you threw nothing but shade at the whole concept of trying to pair peach <laughs> with cigars. Uh, but if I'm not mistaken, I think we've all used the term stone fruit uh, over the years with uh, with our descriptors. And so I don't think it's as crazy as you sons of guns think. Um, but that being said, um, I'm going to go with the peach mojito to start off. Then I am going to move on to the uh, blue blueberry Cosmo. Uh, all of the Craftwell uh, beverages that we will be drinking uh, tonight, they are all lined up at 10.5% exactly. Uh, we can talk about why why that's important to me. Um, uh, and you, you gentlemen, Eric and Jordan, do you guys ever figure out what you're drinking tonight? Or yeah, we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna start with the pineapple margarita, or at least uh, I am, and me so too. is Jordan. And then I will switch over to the blueberry Cosmo, while Jordan switches over to the uh, the mango one, peach mojito. <clears throat> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, peach. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. <laughs> sorry. It's, they're both orange. It's, it's really, it's close no, enough. So no, the, the interesting no, thing about it, these, yeah, the interesting thing about these, Randy, is like, I, I, I had to be reminded, uh, and Eric, uh, when he's posting, you know, about what the show is on Mondays, texts us in our group and says, hey, what the hell are we doing on the show on Wednesday, you guys? Because he's old. He doesn't remember stuff. But true. I'm true. But like, I'm, I'm in the same boat because... I completely forgot that we were doing. Eric, I love you. How were the seventies, man? By the way, like I, the music, too. <laughs> the sixties were so great good. too. I, I was just really? asking about the seventies. Is actually not even 60s. a joke. <laughs> how much? How much of the sixties did you experience? Half like, of like, them. Were, like you half and I were both them. born in the seventies. I, I remember <laughs> half of the sixties. Yeah, 60s. but Randy, I don't remember any of those. Do you remember? Do you remember your first yeah. three years? I mean, you're really good at a lot of things. For me, the 70s were just the first three months of life, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There you go. You're not that much younger than me, are you? You were born in 79? I'm way younger than you. Let's just stay (laughs) with that narrative. That's fair. Yeah, we'll stick with that. that Anyway, I've made that narrative, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, it's good. Just keep saying it over and over again. People will believe it. Um, exactly. The so the idea here is these are wine based cocktails, mm-hmm. and if you're looking at the bottle, you're looking or you're looking at the can, you see these in the store. I'm sure they're right next to the rest of the RTDs, uh, like the Jack and Coke and uh, the others that we've had. I, I wouldn't even 
it's not something that you're going to notice. It says wine cocktail on there, but really when you're looking at stuff like this, you're looking at, okay, what's the flavor? What's the ABV? And that's really all I'm looking at. I don't think, is this wine based? Is it, is it a, uh, is it beer based or is it spirit based? Nobody's, nobody really cares about that kind of thing, but in the grand scheme of things, Randy, that makes a big difference, right? No, I, I absolutely love you could not have more accidentally framed uh, what I have to say tonight. Um, well, that wasn't exactly an accident. Right. That was that was uh, well, I, got, well, I, got, like, I got like 10 years in this, man. That was an accident. Uh, well, no, that, that I don't roll out of bed and look like sure. this. There's a lot, lot of work that goes behind it. <laughs> this thing's is premeditated. Pardon? <laughs> Uh, yes, the, uh, you, you get me. You get. Me. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's so important to to say that because you're right. And 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 you know, look, the reality is on this show, you know, we we like to try and take folks behind the curtain a little bit. Uh, you and I both work in the industry, Rob, and so we have a little bit different perspective um, on on categories and on segments. And just that we reference them as categories and segments says a little bit about it, right? Um, and so as the RTD canned cocktail or ready to drink cocktail uh segment continues to to grow um you're 100 right the consumer doesn't think much about the base ingredient uh, but i can tell you from a legal standpoint there's there's three categories there's malted uh there's malt based beverages there's wine based beverages and there's spirit based beverages um, and we'll talk a little bit about that tonight, uh, how they differentiate and why that matters and, and why, why that affects uh, selection in market. Because, uh, you know, th we want to really like kind of curtail this to the consumer and our audience. And why would you guys give a darn just because we do it for a living? Um, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Um, but but yeah, flavor profile is 100% uh, of the time what people are looking for. And so whether whether it's based on any one of those three or not is very, you know, uh, irrelevant to most consumers, as long as they can uh, uh, achieve the flavor profile that they're going for. So, so yeah, no, I think that was perfectly said, Rob, I do, I would say this because of the legal uh, mandate for these types of products to have wine based uh, actually wine cocktail, as you can see, is printed right there above peach mojito. It's, it's, uh, it's enforced that they have to declare that on the packaging. And for the few people that do actually read all the letters on their packages, it does create, uh, what, what I have found is some people have been confused by that and, and it creates a different connotation of what to expect from that. And so that was one of the things that we wanted to achieve here on the show tonight is just kind of like, um, inform people of what that means how that plays out on your palate um and and you know what's that all about right so um so that's yeah that's what we're gonna get into oh, beautiful cigars we're, so let's we're, we're pairing with? yeah yeah let's, let's talk about that smoking. i i went uh i went a little bit old school uh i'm smoking the uh el centurion from my father, oh, the uh, is is the CT42HK Y2K something or other, H2K CT. Um, I haven't smoked this cigar in a hot minute, but I did find a review on the internet uh, from uh, from Cigar Dojo, oh. and uh, this like was written guys. by uh, by uh, J Rod Gutterson. And uh, he liked it back in when did he write this? Back in 2015. Oh boy, that was like that's like eight years ago. He enjoyed the cigar, 
Um, <clears throat> I was intrigued by it because for a couple of reasons, Randy, one, it's sitting right in the front of my humidor and it's been sitting there for a while. I don't know where it came from. Uh, somebody gave it to me or I found it somewhere or I bought it at some point, but it was just kind of somehow it, it made its way to the front of the humidor. And every time I walk over there, I see it and I reach past it and I thought, you know what? I think I might smoke this tonight. And I looked it up, the flavor profile, because I remember enjoying the cigar. And it's <clears throat> it's not like a straight uh, Connecticut shade. Uh, it's not like Connecticut broadleaf. It's, it kind of falls somewhere in between with this uh, with this wrapper on here. So it's got some sweetness to it. It's not too light. It's not going to be too heavy. Uh, it felt like it was kind of that uh, that Goldilocks moment for me, just kind of right, you know, the, kind of right in the middle, right where I want it to be, just right. Uh, a little flavor of some cedar, some, uh, <clears throat> I get some white pepper spice, uh, a little bit of sweetness on there as well, kind of a, a earthy sweet. And I figured that these drinks are going to be a little bit sweet, but I didn't think they were going to be quite as sweet as some of the other RTDs we would have. Uh, I've had some wine-based cocktails in the past and I've always gotten some bitterness out of them. Mm. So I wanted to go with a little bit of extra sweet to kind of counteract that bitterness. Uh, that was why I ended up on this random cigar and I'll be damned. It's really damn good. Uh, I'm probably about, uh, middle of the second quarter here, Randy. I'm thinking about timeouts. Uh, we're up 17 to three, so it's not really that big of a deal. We're at time on the clock, but, uh, it's got some good flavor going. But let me ask you, what are you smoking? It, hmm. Are you 10 and one? At the time, all right. So, seven, seven, and four, I think. But uh, I, I don't I, know I, what is. <laughs> I don't know what's up with my team, man. Either I score the least amount of points in the league by a mile. I had a week where I scored forty-three points, and then last That's week I scored one hundred and forty-three. That's not possible. so. I did, it was like forty-eight points, something like it that. Was it was really, like really bad. I was playing yeah. against you, Jordan. I think, or somebody. I don't remember who I played against, but it was Jordan. Jordan's was a got nightmare. as I just like peruse rosters. Jordan's got the most intimidating roster in the league. Like at this point, now, now we're the, the most the, points the, scored against me. If if it wasn't for do. that, I would be killing it. <clears throat> yeah, you, you, you have the most. Yeah. You have the most points scored in the league too. Don't I have you? both the most points and the most points scored against me. Oof, Ridiculous. That's rough. Yeah, I'm. I'm guessing that I I face Jordan in the finals. That's that's what I'm thinking. Anyhow, um, right along, uh, since no one else cares about our fantasy football league but other than us, um, the uh, a nice side the, the uh the cigar that I went with tonight, I went the exact polar opposite, which I'm thrilled about since we didn't plan this. I am smoking the Bishop's Blend from uh, Black Label Trading Company. Uh, this is an annual release cigar that they do. Uh, uh, the version I'm smoking right here is the 2021 Rebuso at five and four, uh, five inches by 48. Um, it is a Ecuadorian Habano binder by Ecuadorian Habano uh, binder sure, under an Ecuadorian Habano Maduro wrapper. And Phil is from Nicaragua and Connecticut, as well as broadly grown in Pennsylvania and that's that's a pretty classic I uh, think I've talked about that a ton on this show I, I like this brand a lot I feel like uh, they use um, Pennsylvania broadleaf more than most and uh, I love the way that James Brown does it I feel like it adds this like really rough and gritty and just kind of like 
dirty. I don't know. It makes me think very blue color and just like kind of rustic uh, kind of vibe to it. Um, getting uh, not a ton of sweetness, getting more like that espresso uh, kind of char and, and, and uh, roast and, and acrid characteristics, some chocolate in there, but like baking chocolate, uh, a lot of spice, you know, very, uh, very black spice forward um, with just that, that depth and richness and, and earthiness uh, that I really like from Dark Cigar. So I wanted to go... That's um, so, a little surprising. Like I mean, I, maybe it, it might go with your blueberry one, but it seems like it's going to really run over the other one, the other drink. We, sh- we shall see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, I, absolutely. I, I, I was thinking about going something like... like I, I, honestly, I was going to smoke the Wagashi, um, and see how that peach and the wagashi mixed and see if I could trick my palate into thinking I was getting some, some fruity notes from the wagashi with some of the like sweetness that you get from that, that grade B Connecticut that, uh, that Steve, uh, lauds about that, uh, that he claims is what, why we all think it's uh, sweet tipped. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to just try, try something kind of out of the box and, and I was hoping to do something a little different. So I'm what excited to see how it goes as your official drink. So I can put it in the pairing in the poll. For, um, mine Robbie will be peach. Peach. Sorry, will. Yeah, mine will be peach. Oh, oh. Well, then I guess my official will be the blueberry Cosmo. Blueberry Cosmo. So, uh, remind me, Rob. What are you drinking first? Uh, peach. Oh, you are. Okay, so we are currently drinking the same thing. Yeah, I had oh. the. Uh, well, I also have the the mar- the margarita open as well but i i haven't I, I took one or two sips but the peach is really you can see the difference in my glass here so that's that's i've okay. been uh the peach ended up closer to me so that's the one i'm drinking <laughs> <laughs> that's how that became your official pain oh i'm i'm yeah, i'm, I'm thrilled no no i'm i'm glad i gave you the first choice because i'm with uh, i do agree with you in some ways jordan that i think the blueberry is probably gonna be the the better actual pairing, but um, great. And, and and you boys, Jordan, Eric, what are you guys smoking? Uh, I'll go first. I, I decided that I'd go with the HBC 500 year because oh. <clears throat> since I didn't oh. really know what these drinks were going to be like, I figured I just want something that's in the middle, kind of a, a good neutral cigar that's just good, you know, that I know is really, really good. And it should pair with pretty much anything and that was my strategy is just have a really good cigar that's kind of in the middle, not too strong, not too light, and hope that it can kind of like navigate uh, the waters of these wine RTDs. Jordan, what would you do? Uh, uh, Randy was going to go Wagashi. I did go Wagashi. Uh, I was I, I kind of didn't know what to expect on these either. Um, I kind of just figured they might be sort of on the mild side. So I was going with just uh, something nice and clean. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys... You probably all know this, but Ecuadorian Connecticut Shade, uh, Wrapper, San Andreas, Negro Binder, Select Nicaraguan Fillers. It's based on the Sober Mesa uh, Brulee Blue Blend in our box-pressed Wagashi size, um, and that's what I'm going with. All right. Beautiful. Sounds beautiful. Uh, I don't think I told everybody what this blend was on the uh, the H2KCT uh, El Centurion from my father. So it's a USA Connecticut hybrid wrapper, the H2KCT wrapper. 
binder is Nicaraguan and filler is Nicaraguan. Not a whole lot to say about that, Randy, but just thought I would That's inform like a, the group. Uh, that, that was like a three-part hybrid wrapper, right? Wasn't it? It's, it's... Yeah, something something like that. You can. I, there, this guy wrote more about the wrapper than I care to read, frankly. But um, there's. Uh, <laughs> I was really hoping I get you to spit that out, Randy. That would have been, that would have been the highlight of my year. Um, I, I just swallowed a well-timed hard not joke, to. but it, was, it wasn't that. It wasn't that good. Um, yeah, it is. This does have a hybrid wrapper on it. Um, this isn't anything new, so I wasn't going to go too far. And I mean, the cigar has been around for you know eight or nine years, so I didn't want to go too far into it. But um, it does have a really, really nice flavor to it. Uh, if you want to uh, learn more, you can go to CigarDojo.com and uh, search uh, El Centurion, and you can pull up the whole review there. Uh, but definitely enjoying it, um, and I'm curious to see to hear everybody's feedback um, on these drinks as we go. Uh, Randy, I will say one thing, and this is a question that I want to ask. Like, What's the difference between a wine cocktail, like what we're drinking, and like the old school Barnells and James wine coolers that, you know, we all used to sneak out of the cupboard when we were in, you know, when we were freshmen in high school. What's the, uh, what's the you, difference you, you, between, is it the same kind of deal commercials or what? Like Barnells and James. Old the two old like, dudes just sitting on their porch. Yeah. Oh, I, I, remember, that. I always remember they say, thank you for your support at the end of every commercial. It was like, they're running for office. You know, it's funny. I think, yeah, because, um, even the last show or the last two shows that we've done in this segment of uh, RTD Trends, what we're covering tonight, um, uh, Eric had questioned about the old school, like there used to be cocktails in cans, and we went to the old club the clubs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and like I, I distinctly remember as a child that the clubs and the Bartles and James were right next to each other. Yeah. You know, that, like that was, that was like what, what they had to drink when we were kids, what our parents drank kind of thing or, or what Eric drank, you know, or, or, you know, his kids. Um, so anyway, uh, the, uh, um, yeah. So a wine cooler is a actual wine that is literally just diluted and carbonated. Uh, so, so you'd, you'd have the varietals, Back then, you know, you'd, you'd actually have like a, a rosé pinot um, wine cooler at seven and a half percent. And so it was it was very much a wine forward and flavor profile uh, drink. What we're drinking here tonight and what we're highlighting on, on, on this episode of the segment is um, is ready to drink cocktails that use wine just simply as a as an alcohol base. And so and, and again, it, like I want to be really clear that the word wine like creates this connotation, this thought and, and profile in people's heads that is that of a Cabernet or a Zin or a Chardonnay or a Pinot. And and it couldn't be further from that. So uh, so anything that is juice based and fermented into alcohol is called wine. Uh, some of the margaritas I've read um, are literally uh, lime juice fermented uh, is what's creating some of the margarita wine-based cocktails that we see on the market today. And so literally any fruit juice fermented is considered a wine. Okay, so let's establish that uh, right out of the gate. What we have here tonight, though, are, are, are drinks that are actually div- uh, use a lot of other ingredients to manufacture a flavor profile that is set out with a goal to mimic or replicate 
that of an actual spirit-based cocktail. Uh, so again, well, you and I both have a peach mojito in our hands, Rob. Uh, as we know, a mojito, by definition, is going to be a rum-based cocktail. Um, you can go a couple different uh, directions with that, but, but you're going to have an expectation of uh, a sugar addition, a mint addition. Like, that is what mojito means to us right and so uh so the manufacturer uh, of wine-based cocktails and there's uptown is a, a popular one that uh, can be found nationwide and actually i'd love to hear from the audience if you guys all found wine-based cocktails and are joining us tonight please hashtag um and uh or, or just just shoot out in the comments you know what brand hashtag of wine-based cocktail? Yeah. yeah use hashtag pairing throw just throw out there like uptown Craftwell um sonic there, there there's a wide variety of different manufacturers that are creating wine-based uh rtds that that are trying to emulate the flavor profile of a cocktail rather than a wine and so that's the biggest uh, to very distinctly answer your question rob uh, a, a wine uh wine cooler is literally just a spritzed up diluted wine uh, it's not trying to emulate anything other than the wine base that it's representing, the varietal of they, grape that but, it's representing. But they all had different flavors back in the day, like fuzzy navel and all that, that stuff. For, from Bartles and James? James? Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, they even have it. Like, I actually looked up their website. They actually have it. Yeah. They still exist. Do they? Uh, yeah, they've got I, cans. Co- you saw one of those. <laughs> Never. Uh, they've <laughs> no. got their canned. They call them... <clears throat> The most relaxing website in the world. Okay. Uh, and it's got the two old dudes on here. But they've really? got uh, ginger so, and lemon, cucumber, uh, lime, grapefruit, and green tea. Ugh. And watermelon and mint. Those all actually sound... Except for the cucumber. Get that out of here. Cucumber, Randy. Yeah, Jesus. yeah we, we've all learned about cucumber. Um, <laughs> okay. But yeah, I just... I remember them all being... Because I, I had... A, a, in I was probably a junior in high school... Yo. And had a really rough night on some Bartles and James fuzzy navels, and uh, that's huh. why I tend to stay away from the peach. Uh, I was going to so say that's a it, fuzzy navel. That's a peach based cocktail, right? Yeah. Oh, it's it's bad times, man. I, that's why I didn't even. I wasn't even going to open this one, the peach one, because it was it was rough. It was a rough night. There was a lot of vomiting. It was it was terrible. Oh my god! Um, but uh, right. yeah, it was it was bad times. Uh, but um, I'm glad that I did open this one because it is very good. It doesn't remind me of. It tastes totally different than what I remember the Bartles yeah, and James but, stuff tasting like. So this yeah, is just an elevated. Yeah, back in those days, they they were just using flavor. Um, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. It was the mid '80s. Yeah, so it, it was literally just flavors. Right. So today, so what we're all drinking tonight is Craft World Cocktails. I sported the hat. Um, these are the makers of Two Town Cider. One of the... You did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the Two Town Cider uh, company, Forbidden Fruit uh, Winery, is their, uh, is their LLC. Uh, Two Towns is their DBA. Uh, so they, they own apple orchards all throughout Oregon. And so all of the juice used in the base of the cocktails we're all drinking tonight are apples. And so it's, it's basically an apple wine, but, but they're using true. It's just a little bit more artistic using higher quality ingredients. Uh, I think I mentioned it maybe even on the show last night, last week, Robin, you'd appreciate this as your, you know, this is right up your, uh, your alley for, for what you do for a living. They're using actual tannins, 
from oak. They're using mm. agave in the in the margarita base um, one. So so they're they're really trying to use the base ingredients to manufacture and build up that flavor profile rather than using a fuzzle neighbor navel a concentrated flavor <laughs> jar, right? Like fuzzer neighbor, uh, fuzz, 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 fuzzer, fuzzer neighbor. neighbor. You know those, those damn otters. Fuzzle neighbor. <laughs> uh, so, so I, 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 I have a lot of respect for for what these guys do. They're super innovative. They, they, you know, developed a, a cidery first, um, a, a cidery, and, and we'll get into this here in just a few minutes. Um, uh, from from a legal standpoint and the licensing behind uh, everything that affects our accessibility as consumers. Um, so a cidery is a winery by legal definition. Um, and what differentiates a cider from a wine is literally just ABV. Um, and so once once you cross the threshold of, of 7% ABV, it becomes legally a wine. Um, anything under 7% uh, is a cider. <clears throat> So the uh, apple so, cider that I have in my uh, keyser right behind me here, we've got mm-hmm. two different flavors going right now, Randy. We've got a, a spiced uh, cinnamon, and I've got a uh, cherry lime. They both turned out great, but they're 7.5%, so that's technically apple wine. That's correct. That's correct. For, wow. from, a, from a taxation standpoint and, and uh, let's be honest all no, all out anybody so we're good uh, right 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 for, uh, for now, now my, my, my are you CPA saying you, you home me. you home brewed some ciders or some yeah. apple wines oh wow yeah. check you out you didn't even yeah, you, you know, know this, you, this is what you, we do just you didn't we just do that out? thing randy we I, I like to do what i can do when i can do it you know what i mean fair enough uh so so that being said uh, you know, we're in a new age of craft and artisanal uh, made products where consumers, you know, have higher demands where we can tell when something's artificially flavored. And so, you know, the Bartles and James of old were these artificially flavored, um, you know, rosés that they were just spiking with a concentrate versus the uh, core, you know, and even in winemaking, as, as you can attest, Rob, if you, if you have a oak aged in a barrel your wine and it doesn't have that tannic bite that you want for your cabernet you can literally just add powdered tannins um that that come from wines and and increase that and so so you know there's just more control these days where it used to be sure. like we, we we just get these like homogenous you know uh, uh concentrates and everyone worked with the same concentrate and and now uh, all these flavors have have been like dialed in and, and and the ingredients are so specific that you can really like fine tune the flavor profile so much more than than you could in the 80s right like, like you didn't have access to to this uh the same way as a home brewer I, I think we probably talked about this in in season one that you, you know um, using dry malt extract or liquid malt extract as a home brewer we only had the liquid malt extract that was created for bakeries and so it was very homogenous it was it was uh it was mashed at different temperatures and it was designed specifically to be used in baking processes. And that's what, uh, you know, home brewers had access to. And it wasn't until home brewing really exploded in the late nineties that, that these manufacturers started like customizing their product lines to, to cater more towards uh, a case specific use. And, and so, you know, the, the brewers, 
uh, DME and LME uh, were were slightly different products and what the, the same things that they were making, but for the baking industry. And so uh, as, as as people like you and I that, and, and Jordan and Eric that, that have homebrewed and, uh, you know, supported those industries, made it more relevant for these manufacturers to make more of a customized product for us that, that would cater more towards uh, a more specific control of your flavor profile. Uh, and so, you know, I can tell you, you know, firsthand for Craftwell, I, I obviously represent them uh, in, in my in my uh, career that they actually are using pitted peaches. They bring in a bunch of volunteers to come help them mash and they're physically adding peaches to their their uh, their fermentation vats. Uh, to be, to be able to create that peach flavor rather than just using a flavor a peach flavorant, right? Um, and so that's one of the, the the really big distinctions between the the RTDs of old versus what we see on the on the market today is is they're they're using more base real life ingredients and and to me I think the flavor really like uh, you know tells that story that you we can tell the difference between an artificially sweetened product versus something that's using agave or or cane sugar or a, you know a more natural sugar there's just there's just a difference you know yeah i mean to me that's kind of the difference between what we're drinking now and like a a, a, a seltzer because with the seltzers to me and correct me if i'm wrong but the seltzers to me like they all taste super synthetic very and that's so. I mean, that's that's not my vibe. Like we're here to talk about flavor. The last thing I want is, you know, uh, synthetically driven, um, you know, flavors grown in a vial. I want flavors grown in rows and, and harvested. You know, that's that's what I want. And I'll pay the extra for it. And uh, you really can taste that in these as um, as you as you work your way through them. Um, I haven't spent too much time on the pineapple because I'm actually really enjoying the peach uh, much to uh, like I, again, like I said, I wasn't even going to try it. Not, not because of craft well, but because of my own personal experience. Um, but it's, it's pretty damn good. And it's, uh, if you squint your eyes, uh, Randy looks like an <laughs> otter. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Refer- I don't, referencing I, I, otters I get- that way <laughs> actually reminds me of something. Huh. Randy! Dojo Nation, here we go. The last segment of season six is upon us. Can you believe it? Six seasons on this journey as Robbie Raz and I bring you yet another trend on your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. We finish the season with yet another deep dive into the trends of flavor of ready to drink cocktails. These mixed-up buzzworthy cocktails make it easier than ever to enjoy a premium cocktail experience, whether you're short on time and ingredients or on the go. My favorite time to imbibe these beauties is on the golf course. And just think, without the support of our amazing sponsors, we would never get to travel on this journey of flavor with you. Starting with none and other than the one and only Drew Estate Cigars. Have you found yourself drifting into the mystical world of Maduro yet? You absolutely must try the new Blackened M81 and see what all the buzz is about. 
Brought to you through the collaboration of John Drew, Rob Dietrich, and James Hetfield. It is truly like no other cigar you have smoked before. And where else would I recommend that you buy this fantastic new cigar? Then Smokin! Smokin sponsors every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey and has a courteous and knowledgeable representative just waiting to help you have the best possible buying experience with over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick and mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. Very nice. Very nice. Strong. It, it felt Very foreign, strong. man. It's been, it's like been a while. It felt weird. I was like, man, do I usually like yell this loud? <laughs> <laughs> It, I love you, like John, John Level. An angry otter is what I sound like. That's fantastic. All right. So, so I um, switched right. over to Go the ahead. peach mojito. Uh-huh. This, this tastes more like what a cocktail I would imagine should taste like. Like it, I can get the mojito vibe of the cocktail. Yeah, yeah. I was before I was in the pineapple margarita. It didn't really taste like a margarita. Um, like super mild. Like I, I was wanting to like add some tequila rum or something to it to give it some body but now that i'm on this peach mojito i've only had a sip of it but like it actually tastes like okay this is like this is tastes like a cocktail a little bit i'm i'm sort of i'm sort of the opposite of jordan i i switched over to the uh to the blueberry cosmo and um to me it it almost tastes like a wine cooler randy okay like we, we just talked about in fact when we were in florida uh for my daughters, I made them wine coolers. I just took Sprite and wine and put them together, oh, nice. and that's kind of what this tastes. It doesn't taste bad, but I yeah. liked—I actually kind of liked the um, the margarita a, a lot. Like I, I kind of disagree with Jordan. I thought the margarita was kind of a fun, um, and to me, it does taste kind of like a margarita. But Randy, I have, I have two points on this. Um, Hit me, and 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 you and and Rob can both comment on this. So the, there's two big advantages to these drinks that we're drinking tonight, I think. And the one seems kind of obvious, right? Like this is a way to sell cocktails like in a grocery store that doesn't have a spirit license. Am I right about that? Yeah, absolutely. There's a few things. Or restaurants, yeah. Yeah, yeah, let me hit on that in in two seconds. Let me just say say this real quick. I want to just bring everyone back. We had a couple weeks off. We all recognize that that any pre-made cocktail is going to struggle to really like compare to if if you're taking the raw ingredients at your home bar and you're putting together tequila and Cointreau and, and fresh squeezed lime, it's going to be really hard for anybody to to replicate that. Uh, What we've talked about as, as this whole segment has gone on is is there's a time and a place for this stuff. Right. Uh, And, and most of the time is, uh, convenience is probably the first word that comes to my mind uh, of just like, hey, yeah, I've got all the ingredients. I've got the mixing glass. I've got the spoon. I've got the jigger. I could do all that. But I just want to grab something because we're at halftime and, and the, the yeah. game's about to start again. And I just need to grab something real quick or, or you know, I, I don't know if you you if you missed one, Rob, if you my favorite analogy was when uh, when Eric talked about how. 
uh, he and April were traveling and she wanted to, to go with a Mai Tai and he's sitting there yeah, thinking, am I, am I really going to buy every single ingredient that goes into a Mai Tai or right. should I just grab a canned Mai Tai, right? Uh, so, so no one on this show is going to sit here and argue that these are, you know, pound for pound, just as good as anything you're going to make in your home bar. None of us are going to tell you that. Um, that's not there's the point. time and a place. That's not, yeah. That isn't the point. Yeah. Exactly. Like, 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 you know, so sometimes we, we want that experience without having all the accoutrement and all the, all the headache and labor that goes along with it. So, so let me just just set the table there first right um but but to, to your guys's point you know and, and what you i'm sure you missed if you missed last uh episode uh rob was that uh eric had found something i was super impressed with with his um his old-fashioned what was the brand that made high that west. Old-fashioned? Yeah. it was the high west mm, it was nice. a high west old-fashioned that was bourbon barrel or was barrel aged post uh production just before canning. Mm. So it actually had like true time. The RTD itself had time in the barrel. Um, and, and you could tell from the color of his versus the color of mine. I, I went with the on the rocks, uh, old fashioned and it was, it was light in the pants. It just was, yeah. you know, oh, uh, it, it was, it was light in color. It didn't have the body. It didn't have the sweetness that I would expect. Light from, in the from, pants. <laughs> a little light in the pants. <laughs> <laughs> by the by the way, by the way, Randy, just to yeah, I, I think that's that means something different than what just, you think it means. Just, oh, really? It's okay, it's all right, it's all right. By the way, just a, a, a quick a quick thought on that, Randy. When I got to Florida, just this, on this yeah. last trip, like uh-huh. one of the we one of the very first liquor stores we went to had that High West old fashioned, and I instantly just bought it. So oh, I was yeah. like, of course. I was like, "Oh, this is." Oh, no, I'm, I'm gonna have to try perfect. it now. Like, it, it's actually yeah. a, a legit like and option. If you add like some Angostura orange bitters and a little drip of uh, saline, saline, all of a sudden it's like a real old fashioned. Yeah. yeah. Although, although, all right, but the retort to that would be if you have Allow orange bitters on retort. hand, <laughs> right? <laughs> Allow me to retort. Thank you. <laughs> uh, if you have orange bitters and saline on hand, you could probably just make an old fashioned. That's true. So I, I hear what you. I do hear what you're saying. And I'm not trying to be picky, but like Randy, you said perfectly. Like on the golf course, uh, you yep. were Randy. You were kind enough to to hook us up with some of these. I, I'm. I've got 15 people coming to my house tomorrow for uh, for Thanksgiving. You best believe these are going to be on ice right out there because yeah. I don't want people rummaging through my bar, family right, or not. Right. And just like, hey, here's here's a few different options, and that's perfect for something like that because you could buy a couple of four packs of these things, throw them out there, and yeah. you're you're bound to have something that someone's gonna like. And in a, in the setting of that or a beach party, you know, because everybody's you go beach party, you know, Randy, like when we were young, we used to party on the beach, mm-hmm. a little bonfire or something like that. Yeah, you were there, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember that you night. Were, you were there. You remember? <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's one of the things I love about this show is stupid little moments like that. Um, but like that's perfect for this kind of thing. You throw them in the yeah. cooler, and then you've got five or six different things to choose from, and right. you know they're all going to be gone by the time you, right. you head home. So that's Absolutely. that's that's the point that we're dealing with. Plus, they're packing about ten and a half percent. And you, Randy, you said that was kind of a thing, right? To the the yes, the yes, ten point five percent. I might be getting ahead of myself, but uh, just no, throwing no, that back out there. No, it's perfect. I, I was going to miss that. So we we talked about that a little bit in previous episodes. Is like. The, the first uh, vodka-based RTDs were, were those high noons, 
and they were really trying to position themselves more against seltzer specifically and so it was and at four and a half percent it is as far as i'm concerned that is a seltzer you're you're not getting a lot you're not getting those uh those base original like quality ingredients you're just using a flavor uh so so let me just get through this real quick okay so uh first and foremost so everyone knows rtds are one of the fastest growing trends in alcohol beverage in america today it is believed that um by volume uh by 2026 ready to drink cocktails are going to surpass the total volume in america of consumption um that they will surpass seltzers and so uh yeah, exactly. Uh, it's gonna and, take and that know, long. Well, we yeah, it we seem know. Like seltzers are still by, a thing, but I, I guess by I'm volume, that. by volume, by the hmm. by January okay. of 2024, they will surpass them by dollars spent. Not something consumers care so much about as I do, uh, but uh, but yeah, so a little bit higher price. But but here's the thing: let me just break this down super quick because we're already running longer than I expected. But uh, uh, because of regulations, because of taxation, and because of the the way licensing works in America, and and it and it varies from state to state. You know, we we, we have a lot of people tune in from a lot of states uh, for these shows, and so most of you will will understand that like you go think the convenience channel. 7-Eleven, AM, PM, Circle K, uh, many of it, varying by state to state, many of those do not have an alcohol license at all. And so the only thing that you could buy in those types of stores would be a beer or a wine. And having a wine-based RTD all of a sudden now gives you the opportunity to have mm-hmm. that, that cocktail experience when and it's just we're just talking about accessibility if you're running out of the house if you're running out of the airbnb really quick and you want to grab something um and you're more of a cocktail person if you go into the 7-eleven all you're going to find is a beer and a wine and so these definitely open the doors to that there's also the conversation of taxation so uh, spirits are taxed at a higher rate than wines and beers are and so wine producers have a better opportunity of uh, of affording us as consumers a better price point. So at ten and a half percent, a twelve ninety nine uh, four pack or six pack is going to be more accessible. Where in some states, spirits and you and I don't see this, Rob, because uh, California actually has has introduced legislature that allows for low abv spirits and so the cut waters in our state here in california we we'd always see those at 12.99 and so it's not that big of a difference but there are states where those are taxed at a higher rate and so that same four pack of cut water that we pay 12.99 for are sometimes 15.99 in some states and so by having a wine option gives you a few dollar discount on having a similar experience from a flavor profile standpoint uh, and so, uh, so it's accessibility. It's the different places that can carry it, and it's also the price. Additionally, again, talking about the consumer experience, more producers have an opportunity to get in the game here, right? So, if only spirit producers were able to make RTDs, um, then you'd only be getting uh, this, 
you know, one subsection because they're licensed as spirit producers. And so that's what they have to make as wineries have a different license, which is, by the way, much easier to obtain. There's many more by state and by capita available. It, it creates just a greater selection for us as consumers. And, oh, Jesus Christ. And so, uh, so anyhow, I don't know. To me, that, that that's all pretty interesting. I'm all for uh, selection and opportunity to have different uh, you know, experiences when I'm out uh, buying my liquor. So I want more experiences, not less. And so if they didn't allow winemakers to, if winemakers weren't getting in on the game for RTDs, we'd have literally like 30% less uh, RTD canned cocktails in our total wine. We'll leave now, it at that. Uh, Robbie and Randy, this is one, this is my second point that I was going to make. <clears throat> there's, I see one other advantage to these. And see what you guys think about this is like there's nights when I've had a half a bottle of wine, right? I've had a half a bottle of wine already. Me and April have shared a bottle of wine. But now I'm ready to move on to something else, right? We, I don't want to open up another bottle of wine. But then I'm kind of Spritz. worried like I'm kind of worried like should I mix wine with bourbon now and make a cocktail? Maybe that'll give me a headache tomorrow. This seems like a perfect like wine train segue into the end of the night, you know, like. I've had wine all night long, and this is wine based. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be a, uh, it shouldn't be a bad mix for me. It could be a good way to finish the night. Bourbon, agreed. Yeah, 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 yeah. For me, you're making an actual point, and I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm no, but, I, but, you're, but honestly, I've always scoffed at that. It's so weird to me that people believe that like mixing your liquors will create some different effect. Yeah. Ethanol is ethanol. Like I'm hungover every day. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> ethanol is ethanol. What are you guys talking about? You guys are crazy. Uh, so the, the only the only thing I will like like allow for and believe that is legitimate is that if, if someone says that wine creates a headache for them, it's sulfites. Find look for low sulfite wines, ladies and ladies and gentlemen. You might have a, a, a you know a, a sensitivity. To sulfites. Outside of that, ethanol's ethanol. Stop buying into this nonsense. Even though I agree with what you're saying, Randy, like that's the way I think too. But like a lot, most people, it seems like think the way that my dad's saying. So it does have that that benefit. Yeah, it, like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. But I, I think we're we're kind of we're we're miss we're burying the lead here a little bit because while Randy was talking, um, our our good friend Arthur Pappas 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 Pappas. Uh, he, he had the comments of the night. He says, uh, I'll go Papas. Uh, comments of the night. And Jordan, you can throw that one back up there. He says, Jordan looks like a cross between Jesus and Dave Grohl. <laughs> wow. And, and, now, and, and now I can't not see it. Uh, and, and that was, and then, and then Payton chimed it. in, says Arthur wins for, uh, wins comments for tonight. But yeah. Arthur was not done. Uh, oh, this is a different, oh, there's two different Arthurs. Damn it. Was, well, then oh. we had another Arthur who chimed in. When Randy was, you know, in the middle of his, his spiel there, he was like, wow, what was the question? And then it, it prompted me, like, I'm watching uh, the Winning Time show on uh, HBO about the 80s Lakers, Showtime Lakers. Oh, nice. And, uh, oh, really, I, I yeah, yeah, don't give yeah. two dams about basketball, but it's a really good series. Uh, Chick Hearn was the play-by-play guy for the – or did the radio for the Lakers back in the day. And um, – <clears throat> Uh, God, who was the, who's the guy who ended up becoming the coach of the Lakers? Pat something. 
Riley. I can't think of his Pat Riley. So Pat Riley was like the color man with him for half a season. And at the beginning, Chick goes, he says, if I if I put up a hand and it's open, keep talking. If I put up a fist, stop talking. So, like, Randy, we need to come up with something like that. Because when you're in the middle of that, I, I was going to throw up a fist to get you to stop. But, I'm definitely uh, the color guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're the play-by-play. I'm the color guy. There's no question. All right. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that being said. Uh, let, let, all, all good what, info. What, what, one thing I, I, I haven't found the right place to squeeze this in, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Eric, can, can we put up a poll? Yeah. Because uh, the, one, the one thing that I struggle with that we see as a huge trend in alcohol beverage in general rtds fmbs it doesn't matter is not is non-carbonated what was the Can second one you just said mm. uh fmbs i'm sorry flavored malt beverages think mike's Top hard lemonade right uh uh is is non-carbonated is a very popular thing a lot of people talk about the the um the bloating that they feel in their gut from carbonated beverages as a I'm a fiend for for carbonic acid and carbonated beverages myself, and so I just can't relate to the folks that like actually prefer less carbonated beverages or less carbonated beverage. Uh, And and the one thing that I would say that I I I struggle with with Craftwell specifically is that they 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 strive for a lower carbonation level in most of Mm. these beverages. Uh, And so I just I, I would love to know from our audience hit the poll and tell us. What's your favorite, carbonated or non-carbonated, if you had the choice for any beverage that you, that you okay. prefer? Um, all right. That's, so, that's, so That's an interesting point, Randy, because when I was looking at these, and so my mother-in-law is here, and my wife and I, we all cracked these, all three of these open before the show, because I was trying to decide which one I was going to drink. And I was like, yeah, I'm not even going to taste, taste the peach mojito. But when she poured it, it poured out with a little bit of a head on it. The others did not. And I thought that makes sense because a mojito is going to have sparkling water in it when you make it. It's going to have a little bit of effervescence. I don't expect effervescence in a margarita. I don't expect it in a right. Cosmo. Right. Uh, so that was one of the things that drew me to the peach and, and got me to taste it to begin with. So I think that with something like this, especially coming out of a can, I expect a certain level of, uh, of, of effervescence. And I think I'm, if I were to answer on that poll, I, would, uh, I, I want the bubbles, man. Me too. Me too. And, and and you nailed it perfectly. And and the you know as I've talked to the uh, the the wizards behind the Craftwell cocktail efforts, um, you know they very very calculatedly um, delivered exactly as you said. You said it perfectly. We anticipate a club soda addition right. to our mojitos, and so they had to increase the effervescence for that one, where a, a, a Cadillac Margarita would literally have none. And so um, yeah. you'll find a very, very low level of carbonation um, in their margarita drinks. So I'm curious, you know, where, where everyone in our audience kind of kind of falls on, on that uh, spectrum in general. Uh, I've just cracked into my final and the show's almost over. Uh, so let's see how the, the Blueberry Cosmo does. But um well, yeah, so so the, and for all the, the reasons I pointed out again, um, uh, the spirit industry is fighting pretty heavily against the taxation laws that exist in America today that um, they feel that they're being given a, a raw deal. They don't mm-hmm. have the exposure to get their RTDs into 
uh, some of these accounts into the, some of these distributors. Uh, I, I mean, there's control states, right? We, we forget. We live in California where right. it's just yeah. the wild, wild yeah. west. We forget that, like, in some states, you have to go to one store for your spirits and a totally different store for your your beer. And so, uh, you know, keep that in mind right. when, when, when we have this conversation. Is just like, as we, Robin and I work in this industry, those laws affect how we engage in, in these conversations and, and why we see opportunities out there that may not affect everybody that's, that's watching the show or, or affect us personally at all. Um, and so, uh, so that's, that's the big thing about, about wine. For me, again, I'm, I, I'm a big hunk for just like as a consumer, I want it all. I'm, I'm that guy. I'm, 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 I'm the true American that I want all things all the time, whenever I want them. And that's what Amazon taught me. I'm, I'm is my God given right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, so it, 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 it does come taught you that. <laughs> I want it now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you, George. <laughs> yes, that was beautiful. Beautiful. So, so, beautifully so for, done. for me, I'm a big fan of anyone that has an alcohol production license should be able to make one of these beverages so I can see if if you know it tickles my fancy. And if mm. the laws don't change, then we're we're you know, in some states, at least, we're we're singularly able only to shop some of these brands and some of these products, uh, at, at, you know, with any regularity. So, I, I know it's it doesn't it kind of goes off the beaten path of what we do here at Flavor Odyssey is we're sure. we're so flavor driven, um, but but to have exposure to everything available on the market is something that's important to me as a consumer, and I I, I want to try it all. So, um, so that's that's the long and the short of wine based rgd <laughs> on uh yeah, youtube no, I, on I, youtube uh, 58 percent of the people prefer carbonated and 42 nice. percent prefer non-carbonated on facebook it was double non double non-carbonated to carbonated wow great it, it's it, and again great. I, I don't remember who said two different it uh, somebody's two yeah two somebody said it here different uh, opinions yeah it depends on what you're drinking right um i don't remember who said that yeah. Some Peyton said it, I yeah. think. It's like it depends on the cocktail. Like we were just saying, like I don't expect my my pineapple margarita to be carbonated. Right. And if it is, that's a little bit weird. Uh, but I do expect some carbonation in the mojito. And I appreciate the right. fact that uh, the Craftwell cocktail folks are uh, are paying that level of attention where exactly. the the mojito does have it. The uh, the margarita, it's going to have just a touch of it, I imagine. But it didn't have much. Not, not yeah. enough that I'm going to be off put by it. Uh, right. But it's more so that I'm going to notice the fact that wow, the mojito—they actually did—they did take that extra step. And I, I mean, I drank the whole mojito. I, I, I really didn't think that was going to happen. Um, but as the the more that I drank it, it got a, a little bit watered down to cut through some of that initial sweetness because it was a little bit sweeter than anticipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was quite good. And the pairing, um, just to go back and remind yep. everybody, uh, I'm smoking the El Centurion. Uh, I, for whatever reason, the band fell off here. The uh, H2K Connecticut. Um, <clears throat> it's. I really liked this pairing, and I didn't anticipate that I would. Um, and it was for reasons that, again, I didn't really anticipate because I didn't think I was going to be drinking the peach, uh, but I really enjoyed it. It gave me kind of a... The one thing that was missing from the mojito, though, was any kind of mint. I, got, I didn't get any mint yeah. uh, flavoring from that. Uh, although they do have mint leaves on the uh, on the can, but I didn't really pick. Oh, up you don't any get any mint. mint? No, I didn't pick up any mint. Did you? I'm, I'm getting. Uh, I, I was going to say I was getting quite a bit. 
What's oh, more vulnerable yeah. than a peach? <laughs> uh, no, I I absolutely nice. admit, but but to Robbie's point, like if you think about it, like I didn't uh, get any. homemade a homemade version, like mint is so it's such a like fresh herbaceous character. Yeah, you get that, so much like, on like, the nose, right? You, yeah, yeah. That's you, where you, I get you get most yeah, of it for me. Yeah, yeah, Robbie, you're expecting a punch of mint because that's what yeah. mojito usually delivers, um, yeah. and that that's a tough one. And, and honestly, Jordan, to be perfectly frank. If you were to use synthetic flavorings, you're gonna get You'd more get mint. More mint yeah. yeah, and, and, and that's, so by that's using where you, real ingredients, yeah. some things kind of get lost gonna in get the lost, wash yeah. a little bit. Yeah, and, and which I, is I, why I, in I, the I, '80s I, they were just like, let's just use the the concentrate. That that, that gives yeah. you a, a you know the, the the hit that people are expecting. Uh, I yeah. appreciate the I fact appreciate that, that like mint leaves yeah. were used in the in the production of my drink yeah. tonight. You know? Yeah, it's interesting though. I did, didn't quite get much of that, but. It did kind of create this kind of cherry cobbler kind of vibe mm. with the cigar. I wasn't really anticipating getting some vanilla from the cigar, some cabinet mm. spices, uh, some uh, that white pepper retro on the retro kind of went away. And this really just became more uh, kind of a nutty, a little bit of nutty character, uh, some nougaty kind of sweetness uh, from the cigar, some cabinet spices, like I was saying, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of uh, whatever all those other cabinet spices are. And you throw that peach on top of that, and it's got this nice kind of peach cobbler thing happening that I didn't really anticipate. And Randy, you're right. We we I think we kind of hemmed and hawed about, dude. We're not gonna be able to pair peach with a cigar. Right. Um, but when you say stone fruit, normally when I'm talking about stone fruit, I'm talking about more of like a darker flesh stone fruit, yep. and that's I think yep. most of us are. Uh, right. Plums but in and this, prunes. Yeah, plums sure. and, Cherry. and uh, some some cherries sure. and things like that. Uh, but uh, with this one. It was it was pleasantly surprising that with this uh, with this El Centurion uh, Connecticut here, um, uh, just kind of a nice, like almost like a brunchy kind of vibe to it. Yeah, just had the yeah. Peachy cobbler. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm digging it. I, I I could honestly see myself doing this pairing again, which is something that I didn't think I would say coming into this uh, coming into the show and actually seeking out some other peach kind of. Uh, drinks to go with uh, a sweeter Connecticut. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, uh, I'm surprised. So, thumbs up. Yeah, that's really all I had to say about that. Yeah, thumbs up for me. I guess if we're doing that. Um, yeah, thumbs up. I, I, I didn't expect the uh, the peach cobbler. I dig a peach cobbler. I like, I mean, any kind of cobbler, really. I mean, let's, let's be honest. If you're going to cobble something, it's going to be pretty damn good. Um, actually, <laughs> if you're going to cobble something, it's going to be a shoe. So uh, I, I, that's a I love bit that. I love that you use the verb cobble. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So we're we're doing thumbs up, thumbs thumbs down. I am smoking the um, the black label tra- trading company. As you can tell, I had a few before the show. Um, uh, the uh, the bishops blend. I'm not sure that everyone's necessarily going to be familiar with this one. I've this has always been a special cigar for me. This was the first cigar that ever like made me woozy. It is very high in nicotine. It is a I mean punch you in the mouth, kick you in the ass uh, type nicotine and flavor profile cigar. And and it's funny because uh, Rob, you said right when when I pointed out what I was smoking that you were concerned that I'd have uh, that was a situation. 
oh, that anyone would think that one would overpower the other. These RTDs are very strong in flavor because they are using real fruit juice. Um, the, the the blueberry is Just, coming through like in We're losing to Eric, so spice up the verbiage you're using. You're, you're, you're good. We're good. We're good. You, you saw you saw the montage. I mean, he's been doing this for twenty five years. Uh, like, he can only Jeez. like stay stay locked in for so long. We've already gone past an hour. I've got um, propped up but, with ropes and stuff. Back here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm controlling him. Weekend of senses. <laughs> uh, the the blueberry and my blueberry Weekend Cosmo. Uh, well, and, and something I, I I never really finished talking about um, is that some, in my opinion. This is just a personal opinion of mine. There's going to be some cocktails that are easier to replicate by not using the core, natural, usual base ingredients uh, than others. Uh, for the On the Rocks brands that I drank on the last show that we, we covered, I, I tried the, um, the Old Fashioned, and I felt like it was it was light in body. It didn't have that, that classic core sweetness of bourbon. It didn't remind me of bourbon, even though they use real... And, uh, and, and, but then, but then Robbie, just like as, as an aside, I tried the, uh, the espresso martini from on the rocks and it was Mm. spot on. You, you, if you had poured that into a martini glass and, and garnished it properly and served it to me, I would have never known that was a pre-made version hmm. versus a That's natural version yeah absolutely so so i i think that, that like as we go through this there's just some cocktails that that are a little bit more simple a little bit easier to replicate um you know old-fashioned while it is a simple from a standpoint of number of ingredients used it, it each ingredient stands out in such a way with the bourbon and the, it's a tough the bitters and and the sugar to, to me, that is harder to replicate. You know, uh, again, the high high west. You know, for I still haven't had it myself, but uh, Eric gave it his absolute seal of approval as as being a very very good pre made uh, old fashioned. I wouldn't give the same uh, two thumbs up to the on the rocks, but but if you want to try their margarita or if you want to try their uh martini cocktail or i'm sorry um yeah coffee martini espresso martini um they they were fantastic you, you know as as replicants of of the originals and so uh I, I i say that only to finish with my thumbs up thumbs down the blueberry cosmo i think follows along with that suit that i would i don't know that i would be able to tell the difference between a scratch made and a canned version of blueberry cosmo um not that i'm a big cosmo drinker mind you right um but but like this strikes me as like oh i get vodka i get blueberry check and check like we're there right um <laughs> and, and and then uh and then as far as it, uh, how it pairs with the the uh, bishop's blend that that rich and and rustic and dirty and gritty uh, character that I love to describe from uh, Black Label tra- Trading Company, um, I, I think it's going perfectly, man. I think this is a thumbs up all day, every day. The blueberry like enhances some of those chocolatey characters, like you said. That it's the one thing that I would say that differentiates uh, Black Label on some of their Maduros that they lack, maybe. 
some of the sweetness that we're used to from say yeah, a league of nine for sure. yeah 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 they're, they're they're exactly they're they're far earthier and so they can go like heavy earth that juice men like wet cement kind of character uh, i think the blueberry tartness and sweetness really brightens that up without either one of them overpowering each other and so like you get this like earthy chocolatey blueberry that like might I even say blueberry cobbler esque? Um, Don't do yeah. it. You can't take. No. You can't have cobbler. I took that already. Okay. And okay. Eric, fair it's fair a fair. Blade Runner. Good job. <laughs> Sorry. Good job. It, it took you forty-five minutes to come up with it. No, right. no I knew it was Blade right. Runner. I was waiting. It took forty-five minutes because I was waiting for you to stop talking. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, touche, my friend. Let's do some audience, uh, audience pairings. Yeah, let's do yeah. some audience pairings. Let's go. Yes. You're getting so good at that, at, at that, Jordan. Oh, I'm I've really. Got to I'm, sing I'm, down. Re- remember when we hated that he got that new board, and, and now it's just like it? he so finally good. figured it out. <laughs> yeah, now, now you're. Yes. Uh. Yes. I love that little otter. Otters uh, unite! Mike Hakins, he's doing a round of strawberry lime rosé sangria with an acid 20. You, you got to think, like, when you're Forget going with it. a drink like this, I thought about yes. it, too. Do you yes. go acid? Do you go flavored? He did it. Uh, he was afraid the sweetness of the drink would overrun a cigar. Uh, but the spicy sweetness of the cigar is holding up remarkably well. Give it a thumbs up. We mm. got John Lavelle. Uh, Josh, uh, he, he's talking to another guy. Sorry. Uh, he, his drink's pairing well. Uh, some spice of, he did a, he added rum to it. Some spice of the rum to offset the sweetness of the mango and adding some spice to the wagashi. Delicious so far. So he did a wagashi with, uh, margarita, it looked like. Margarita, probably, is what he yeah, wanted to do. That's my guess, but, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, that was early on. I had to add it because there wasn't very many guys John's uh, contributing. John's quite drunk. Uh, yeah, we got Kevin maybe. O'Connor. He's doing the RTD Lanai Red Sangria, which is local, hmm. and an Espinosa uh, Knuckle Sandwich Chef's Special. The sweet and fruity flavors of the sangria are a nice contrast to the strong pepper spice and dry woody notes of the cigar. Ooh. And then we've got Nathan Stewart. Him and his dad always pairing together. Uh, the Peach Mojito and a Camacho Connecticut. The flavors have been quite complimentary. The cigar is yeah. feeling like a great uh, base for the drink to build on. The combo has now progressed to the point that things are merging together. Very enjoyable and pleasant. There, there you, you go. go. That's, what do you think, boys? Probably sim- probably similar to what uh, to what I'm doing on that last oh. one. Um, I, but uh, as much as I probably should vote for that last one, considering it's like mine, I want to vote for the who uh, who did the the acid because that was something there I thought of too. And yeah, that's and what just I was thinking uh, having kind of having the guts to just do it because that just, just seems. Out. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? If you're going with the strawberry lime rosé sangria, which sounds delicious, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? Go with that to Acid 20. Yeah, I'm in. That's my vote. Mm. Mike Akins. Randy? I got to give Mike Akins my vote as well with mm. Nathan Stewart being number two. Um, yeah, I, I, I love that. You know, and that's what we talk about all the time. Like, not all these pairings are going to work with every scenario you, you are smoking in in life. I love the idea of just like finding the right what? pairing, yeah. and and so ha- having the acid uh, to bring some sweetness to the pairing along with it, I think is absolutely transcendent. My vote. 
<laughs> I like it. <laughs> Randy, when, when did you start drinking today? <laughs> 4 p.m. <laughs> so is that what we're going with then? Are we? Yeah, it's okay. Mike. Mike. Yeah, it's Mike Hayes. Yeah. Good job, Mike. Nailed it. Congrats. Nailed yeah, that's it. that's that's an aggressive. Yeah. And, and, and I, I, I got to say, I, can, can uh, a next round, put that up one more time, Jordan. Is that the brand name, a next round? Because I'm not familiar yeah, with be. that. So uh, yeah, it yeah, must yeah. Be. It, it looks like a next round is the is the name of the manufacturer. Strawberry lime rose sangria. I'm in, man. I, yeah. I, I I'm all the way in on on that plan from the word go. It's <laughs> <Nobody> it's. <said laughs> It seems nobody said go. It seems like sangrias would be pretty popular when it comes to canned cocktails. I I haven't really looked, but it just seems like there would just be you could have a ton of different iterations. You get white sangria, dark sangria, and then you got all kinds of different flavors to go with. Uh, oh, they that's, can be more uh, citrusy. They can be more yeah more, yeah yeah. Like and I I love a good like... sangria, man. There's I love a good sangria, uh, but uh, yeah, that was I I'm, I appreciate as always. The uh, the pairings that our our, uh, our audience comes up with, I, I do think that uh, we have far and away, uh, and this isn't pandering, uh, we have far and away like the most educated audience when it comes to when it comes to pairings. Like, I I challenge you to find another show where somebody's pairing a uh, what was it strawberry lime rose sangria yeah. with sangria, an acid. Yeah. Like that's right. that's that's aggressive, dude. Like that's that's I, right. I don't know. I just, right. I appreciate that. So only because you said you're not pandering, I'm going to go ahead and pander and say anyone that votes for me tonight (laughs) is going to get a five pack of Lagashi with a coin. Oh, you already already tallied it? Damn it. Oh, that's because good timing because you don't have enough Lagashi to do that. One of those boxes is mine, dude. Bro, I got four more after you get yours, bro. I I bought way too many of these cigars. You got got five coins, right? I, I, I have one, two, three, <laughs> four, and five Agashi coins right here. But only, but only one of those, like one of those is mine. So you only have four. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ro- Robbie Raz does, does, is the owner of one of these I, coins I and dibs. one of these boxes. But I've got a five pack and a coin I, I'm for not anyone that full, votes. Uh, I'm not going to give my full thumbs up, thumbs down, but I will say the cigar paired better with the peach one. Um, I bet. God dang yeah, it. Yeah. That it is really exactly good. what I was going to do, Jordan, is the peach with the wagashi. I knew that would work. I'm so glad to hear it. Dynamite. Uh, and, okay, and and, and 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 can I just say, Jordan? And, we can just and turn Eric, his microphone can, off, right? Can we? We can do congratulations, that. Congratulations, <laughs> man! What a fun uh, collaboration on Wagashi, man! Yeah, you guys all know I'm an absolute Steve Saka. This honk. is like the, the sexiest band, one of the dude, sexiest bands of all time, dude. Gosh, dude, so that, that classic, that green. So, oh, taunting! Love it! I love uh, it. All right, uh, we've got right. some votes. How the votes? And I'm Let's gonna show them. And they go hey, like, this. like, dude, you guys only had 16 minutes of my evening. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, look at that. Look at this. That was a close one. Holy 51% voted correctly. I demand a recount. It was, it was a recount. It was so close. Randy was winning, and then somebody on Facebook switched their vote. And These that bastards. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna was, find you. You do not want to see me in a bad mood. <laughs> I'll co- tell you right now. Cobbler, I'm you guys that. ever, you guys ever see uh, Jay and Silent Bob and like where at the end they like just go and beat up all the people that like, commented negatively on their posts? Like, yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, you the, don't uh, want me to. Fu- you don't the, want me to find uh, out who. <laughs> for the audio, audio listeners, it was fifty-one percent Robbie, forty-nine Randy. Mm. Very close. Thank, thank, Very you. Close. thank you, Jordan. Thank Jeez. you, Jordan. I, I, I feel like we should yourselves. probably. I think the three of us could just leave and just just put Randy on on and just. I right, listen. Let it run for like the rest of the night. I'd be curious. The rest Dude, of the, I, check in I, at four in the morning and see what happens. Four old fashions and three RTDs deep, and I haven't even cracked my my dark lager yet. So. Well, this was well. this was a lot of fun, Randy. This was uh, no, this was cool. This was very different than what we normally do, right? I mean, this was. Uh, uh, you know, a, a far cry from, um, you know, from where we're normally at. And like you said, I mean, these these are not meant to replace, you know, making a cocktail at home. Uh, I was really pleasantly surprised by the peach mojito. Um, I the I went into this thinking that the pineapple margarita was going to be my pairing. Um, and I once I tasted the peach, I didn't even go back like the margarita is still here. Like, That's I didn't way even, better. Way better. I didn't even go back to it. Uh, I did. I will say that I tasted the I thought that the. Um, the blueberry Cosmo was going to be my pairing, and I was going to do something yeah. like Randy did. But I just, for whatever reason, the, the Cosmo rubbed me wrong. Like it's not really, it's just not my vibe. I, I don't, I just don't dig that kind of flavor. I've never and, had a Cosmo before in my life. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's just, it's just not my vibe. And it's Randy, you made an interesting comment that I don't really want to go down this road. But when you're looking at canned cocktails, was it light in the pants? Was that the comment? <laughs> Come on, man. Now I gotta Google that. Does that not mean what yeah. I think it means, bro? <laughs> yeah, and I just got a text from the wife just came in. Are you wrapping up soon? Yes, we're wrapping up. But, like, trying to make a canned cocktail that's a, an old fashioned, somebody that's gonna go to a bar and order an old fashioned, nine times out of ten is probably, a, and maybe this is just me, but it's probably somebody that's a bit more discerning with their cocktails. So they have a certain level of expectation. If you're yeah. going to a bar and you're ordering, a uh, a Cosmo, the expectation probably isn't quite as high. You're sure. and, and again, and I'm generalizing, and maybe it's not fair, but to me, it makes just it seems like it makes more sense to can that type of stuff than to can a a Manhattan, for example. I'm not somebody's yeah. going to go buy a Manhattan at a bar and then get go to a canned Manhattan is just going to be disappointed. Is is just my thought. I mean, I haven't done any research on it, but that's my thought. I appreciate the audience uh, voting correctly. Uh, today this was uh, this was a good one and again I was surprised um, it's an old cigar I thought for sure I was gonna lose because this cigar is pretty old but uh, the pairing was really good I mean it really right, well, did have well can of, I just let everyone vibe. Know no, that no you've had plenty of time you Jimmy Burster <laughs> has has acknowledged it was him that tipped the vote Ooh, uh, no Jimmy Burster bro I hope Dead to me. I can't find your address online. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, we're gonna have message me. <laughs> just message me on the Dojo Verse. I'll hook you up. I got a bunch of stickers, and uh, I'll send you. How uh, could I've gone to the same thing? I have seven drinks and three cigars in front of me. You gotta, you gotta understand how I that's, operate. Well, that's your flaw. <laughs> I'll, I'll give uh, Jimmy. I'll give you Randy's cell phone. You can text him all hours of the night. It's a fantastic thing. Um, thanks everybody for hanging out. Uh, this has been a longer episode than usual. Well, hold on. Um, uh, oh, what, what else? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah not wrapping up yet. Not, not wrapping up okay, quite yet. Sorry. It like you were going into the. Right. Not, not wrapping up quite yet. Uh, just I do want to wish a happy Thanksgiving to everyone, to each oh. of you guys. Is that everybody, coming up I hope soon? you guys. 
It is. He, Jesus Christ. Uh, I hope you guys have a <laughs> great day tomorrow. The spend some uh, can we even spent all summer long raising the turkey? Uh, he's gonna de- he's defrosting it tomorrow. Um, I don't even like I turkey, hope- bro. I'm eating barbecue ribs, bro. <laughs> he's Randy. He could do. He could do it every one. He invented Watch Thanksgiving. What you got? You can't forget. Can't, he'll be in his hot tub eating ribs. <laughs> There's an image that, that we should get on a T-shirt. Get get uh, get uh, Chat GPT to draw that one up for you, Jordan. We'll put that on a shirt. Um, just make sure the nipples are appropriately sized because right, you got to have. If the, the nipples get weird, it just nope, changes that's... everything. I've got tiny uh, little, tiny <laughs> little. <laughs> Okay. All right. I never should have said it. All right. What's going on? Smoke Night Live this Friday, boys. Smoke Night Live. This one should uh, get uh, Randy's Randy's attention as the annual Hall of Fame induction Shut episode. Up. Shut up. We will be inducting members into the Cigar Dojo Hall of Fame on Friday. Jack Heyer will be here in studio. We'll be hanging out with Jackie Boy, talking about all things Thanksgiving, and the Randy's got his participation trophy right there look at that if you guys haven't watched go on facebook or youtube and watch one of one the the montage it's just one of one (laughs) one of one all all you all the famers don't don't threaten me one of one right here jordan you crushed it on that that uh, that retrospective video that was was, a lot of fun it was very hard Uh, awesome eric eric you have come a long way my friend wow in a bad way just watch you have come a long way over the past 10 years it was i'll tell you what i I, this you 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 do the gray hair better than uh than most so uh, you're doing it well uh but that was That was I, I was surprised that uh, that uh, Charlie's retrospective didn't make a make an appearance. We played, well, we played that. I so was many going times. to, but we've done that. I feel like we've overplayed. It's, like uh, it's overplayed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just remind. Just uh, remind. It's actually I had the the. I, <laughs> it's funny. Not really funny, but um, it was today in 2017 that I posted on Facebook that Charlie mm. had cancer. Oh. Charlie's my dog. If so you guys it was don't only know. If, uh, like a month later that Jack. Yeah, uh, like, yeah seriously, I tell you, Eric, it was like he loves it was to like bring it to the native. April, yeah. April <laughs> of, the, of the next of the next day. But it's just I was actually gonna I was gonna po- repost it and tag Jack in it, and I probably should have <laughs> yeah, honestly bro. just to let him know. But uh, so that yeah, that'll be a lot of fun on Friday. Yeah. We'll we'll watch Randy not get into the Hall of Fame again. Uh, I have fantastic. every intention to follow up on this conversation and book a flight out to Denver <laughs> on you said last uh, year. Friday morning. <laughs> I will be there if there's any chance that it will get me in. To the Hall of Randy, Randy, I'm going to make you a deal. If you show I up Friday, me. you will be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, if you show oh, up Friday. Jordan, Jordan you let, let Sarah Friday. know there will be company this week. Randy, that's Guys. that is a one hundred percent deal right now. If everybody's listening I'm and watching, oh, this, I think this, live stream. I need a live stream. We're this part of the show, and I'm posting it separately. If 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 Randy, got <laughs> the Southwest up, app if going. Randy shows wait, up wait, physically. Wait, can we do a poll real quick on the show Friday? He, I will make sure that there's an exception made, and he makes it into oh my the Dojo gosh. Hall of Fame. That is one hundred percent. Can there guarantee. be? Can there be an asterisk next to his name? No, there will not even well, be an asterisk. Asterisk. There will be asterisk. no. You haven't even seen the asterisk at there will Cooperstown. Be no asterisk at all. It'll right actually be. It'll be a one hundred percent. This is great. Full on, 
Randy gets in if he shows up. Right. If he flies okay. from can, California. Can, can we get a poll that, yeah, that like, poll. the audience uh, supports this? I, I want to. I want to know no, that. It does, you know what? It, it doesn't even. It doesn't even. It doesn't even matter if the audience. <laughs> Will the audience doesn't even need to support it. Wait, what's the Eric, let, let me tell poll. everybody why I think I, I should be. Will Randy show up? <laughs> okay, Will. I thought it was going to be. Oh, will he show up? Oh yeah, I, I'll vote against. All right. It, all right. What's the but, Denver? Uh, was it D E N? Okay. So far we're looking at. Oh, so far we're looking at two to one. Yes, he will show. Dude. 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 Wow! You if, all if heard Randy, it here. Randy, if you I have up, it. I have it documented on YouTube and on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm <laughs> if I show up, Eric, you have to show Eric, up. There's like, no backing out of on, himself. Wait, so you have the, to be so in studio for the show on Friday, show right? In the future. This is two days from right now. He's yeah. got and and one and the day in between is Thanksgiving, so he's got to show yeah. up. Oh, on Forty-eight Friday. hours. Thanksgiving. I don't even it, eat it, turkey. <laughs> I don't even like a turkey. I, I have you, turkeys you all over my Christopher property. Columbus. I, 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 he was a great Cristobal man. Randy, Cologne, by the Randy, way. People on, people on YouTube think you're going to make it. So Bro. on Facebook, they I, think you're going to make it You know what? I... If if Randy, if you guys are really going to put him in, I have no doubt that Randy will be on your doorstep <laughs> at some point on Friday. Bro, but we have to tune in. Otherwise, you don't. Randy watch live the stream, show much. live stream this. from the plane, live Randy, stream from the plane. I I'm tuning in yeah. Friday night because I got to see this. Remember, right now you're you're a little tipsy, so you know. Remember, <laughs> never smoke. Oh man, that that montage was so great. Oh no! All right, all right, I, I, okay. I, I guess I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this back in. Uh, but yeah, I Randy, I I really showing up. If eighty eighty people think you're gonna make it, YouTube really uh, thinks you're showing up. Uh, Payton says it's uh, horrible flight prices. Steve Todd says hundred bucks you don't show. Oh, oh, does that get paid directly to me, Steve? Because you just covered a third of my Steve, I'll take I'll take that. I'll take some of that. I'll take some of that. Sorry about that. I heard that. I'll take some of that action. All right, there all right, boys. So Friday night, Smoke Night Live. Yeah. Does Randy get into the Hall of Fame? If he does, he show up. Does Randy follow through? We'll see. Uh, Randy, next Wednesday, we've we're wrapping up. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh. Season okay, okay. six. Wrapping right. up season six. We are yeah, wrapping we still up have RTDs. A, a wild card. I'm pretty sure, but okay. We still have a while ago. You're right. And then we are going. We're going to be drinking some uh, Death and Co. <laughs> um, uh, that's the one that you didn't didn't share with the group. But I will, I'll tell you this, guys. The, Randy shared some of these with us, and, and I've taste tested these things. These Death & Co. Uh, RTDs, they're little drinks, but, man, they are pretty damn good. So we're going to do that yeah. next Wednesday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to the 51% of you that voted correctly. I appreciate you guys. You're all in my heart. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it deep. You should deep, be embarrassed. Deep, deep <laughs> in my heart. Uh, everybody, seriously, have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, be be safe. Be comfortable. I hope you get to spend some time with your family and enjoy some turkey or whatever it is that you you do to celebrate ribs. Thanksgiving. Uh, um, ribs. I, I really hope that you guys all get to enjoy that. Randy with his ribs in the hot tub is going to be fun. Um, everybody have a great night. Thanks you for tuning in. How's my outro go? I forget. Be safe. Everybody have a great week. There it is. I got it. It's been a while, man. Jeez. Thanks again for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next Wednesday as the Odyssey continues. Happy Thanksgiving.
Thank you.